It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You hear Nikki Collin on a weekly basis, but sometimes we get to hear from uh, Nikki's assistants, and Tony Green has uh, been a favorite uh, assistant coach of mine uh, since they arrived last season. And, uh, Tony, great to have you back on the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, I'm sorry uh, that uh, Nikki uh, put you on after losses, Tony. We have to talk to her about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I would love to have been on, you know, a little earlier when we were on a roll. But, no, it's not a problem. You know, we always authentic here uh, with, with Baylor women's basketball. How you been doing, man? It's been a while. I'm good. I'm good. And um, here at ESPN Central Texas, we've been, uh, we've been rolling along. Of course, Tony, we'll need to get your Super Bowl pick. We've been doing a lot of Super Bowl talk. And uh, there's just this is a great time of the year. I mean, you saw what LeBron did the other night. You saw the Mavs make a big trade right. for Kyrie Irving. So right. there is there's no shortage of topics. And I know your brain is mainly uh, Baylor women's basketball, but of course, you know I'm I'm all over the all, all over the map uh, well, talking know, about I, I, all this stuff. Yeah, I try to keep up with everything. I'm from Dallas, so I appreciated the the the, the trade for for Kyrie. And I'm a huge LeBron fan as well, so I've been I've been keeping my ear to the ground when it uh, when it comes to to other sports as well. So I'm I'm prepared for anything today. Tony, remind me where you went to high school. I I went to um, I started out at Roosevelt High School. Okay. But I graduated from Richardson High School. Oh you know, man! Right outside yeah. of Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very familiar, and uh, I've spent much of. Uh, much of my life in Lake Highlands, which is in RISD. Uh, yes. And, of course, yes. uh, some big citywide battles against Richardson. And the Richardson and Lake Highlands uh, boys basketball has been unbelievable in recent years. And, in fact, uh, Baylor is trying to get a uh, a player named, named Trey Johnson, who is uh, the number one guard in the country out of Lake Highlands for 2024. And then uh, – of course, Richardson had two players last year. One plays for Alabama, and then one is a star player at Kentucky this year. So your old alma mater, which, by the way, is the also the alma mater. He's much older than you, but the great Everson Walls came right out of yes. there of uh, Richardson High School. Yes, yes. Lake Hallens has always been a powerhouse. When I played for Richardson, they've always had a, a good team. We had good battles with them. Uh, you know, they, you know, it, it's, Richardson Pierce was our rival, but uh, Lake Highlands, everybody wanted to beat them because they were always at the top of the the, the conference when I played. That's right. You would have been playing back when, uh, yeah, that, uh, that's those were some interesting times for sure, and uh, both those schools have produced some unbelievable athletes and players over the years. Talking to Tony Green, Baylor uh, uh, women's assistant coach, and uh, – Tony, I got to say the other night, now, you're a guy who loves good defense and strategizing and putting things together when you, and of course, overtime will inflate a game, but uh, it, it is interesting. I, some of these results this this year, like one of the games y'all played in recently, I think y'all scored eight points in the first quarter, and you ended up with like 77 or 80 points in the game. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Now, the good news is y'all scored eight. But the other team, that may have been the Tech game I'm thinking about, only you know scored 12. So it's not All like right. you let them pull away. When you see a game like the other night that ends in a, 
whatever it was, 97-92, do you just kind of think, well, that's kind of the way the game went, or does that kind of drive you nuts as being a guy who who uh, really coaches hardcore defense? Um, it's a little bit of both, both Matt, uh, to be honest with you. Oklahoma has a really, really good team, and they have three players that can score 30 on any given night. You know, you have uh, Matty Will- Williams, Taylor Robertson, and then you have the uh, Anna who came off. Uh, that She didn't play last year that, that led OU in scoring a couple of years back. They, they scored 92 on us this go-around, uh, including, of course, they had an extra five minutes in overtime. But uh, I, I thought they hurt us some uh, with their slips. Uh, we were The first time we played them, we switched a lot of stuff. And, of course, we wanted to do that again. They did a great job of slipping and, 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 and um, getting to the paint and posting us up a little bit when we when they had their bigs on our small. And so, we, we they did a really good job of making some adjustments. Uh, I thought this game that they had actually they had a little bit more points than we would like to give up off our turnovers as well. I don't think our sudden change defense was really good. Sudden change means like once we turn the ball over, hustling back and and, and not compounding the first mistake, which is the turnover with not playing a good enough defense and, and, uh, on the defensive end. And, and taking away points uh, that way. But our sudden change defense wasn't good. Once we turned the ball over, they normally they scored. Uh, normally it's a little bit better than that. Normally we could make up for the turnover by getting a stop, you know, right after we turned the ball over. But I don't think we did a good enough job against OU the second time doing that. Well, and uh, Tony Green with us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station of Baylor women's basketball that that was a um, that was tough to I, I know you know as coaches when you're going over that with the players you, you gotta the, the positive is y'all went up 12 in the fourth quarter and you're playing beautifully I mean at that point it's kind of like okay we we got this thing like we need it and then Tony in that last what five five and a half minutes they go on I, I believe what was an 11-1 run and ultimately come all the way back. I, I think the maddening thing has to be even more than all that. You got a five point lead with about I mean, they erased that five point lead in the span of about five or six seconds. And yeah. we, we, and, and Tony, I would imagine and you've seen these things happen, both in your favor and against you over the years, because you've been coaching long enough to have seen pretty much everything. Right. Right. What do you what do you say to your team you know, after something kind of chaotic like that happens, and now that you've had a chance to maybe go back and and look at some film with them, what did you see kind of happen there? Was it a, a a little bit of panic set in? Like what what should have happened? Even on that inbounds pass, for instance, um, mm-hmm. it looked like Sarah had it, and then boom, they got it away from her. What would you have liked to have seen differently in sort of that chaotic last twenty seconds? Um, first of all, uh, uh, we, we lost our poise a little bit and we got away from what we were, we were our execution and our press breaker, Kate, Caitlin Bickle normally, well, is supposed to take the ball out. That particular possession, Bugs took the ball out. Dariana took the ball out. 
And Kate is normally a little bit more patient, you know, because she's experienced and been in those type of games before. She would take her time, make sure, survey the, uh, survey the floor, make sure we get it into the right person. Uh, I thought I thought Sarah, once, she, once the ball was inbounded to her, uh, so we never got our press breaker set up one. But once we threw it into Sarah, I thought Sarah tried to make a quick play and turn up the court. Yeah. And uh, Anna just made a great play on the ball uh, and, and and knocked it out. You know, and Sarah was trying to get away quickly and run some time off the clock um, and didn't secure the ball well enough. Um, you know, the message to our team, uh, we had, yesterday we had off. But we met as a staff about one in the morning after that game, and we was very clear. Nikki was very clear what we wanted to do. Uh, it's basically uh, we, you don't want you want to use it as a teaching opportunity, you know, and show them where you know we we got away from what we normally do, uh, meaning setting up our press breaker with the correct person taking it out, and and also we want to talk about being poised during that that moment. And, and last but not least, you don't want to harp too much on those possessions because, you know, we could have did some things uh, early in the game, uh, uh, a couple of possessions, three or four possessions early in the game that wouldn't have put us in that position as well. So you want to try to coach them up to believe that every possession is important. Not just the ending possession. You know, of course, you want to use the ending possession as teaching moments, uh, mm-hmm. offensively and defensively. I thought uh, offensively, I think we had what two or three turnovers back to back. Defensively, I don't think we got back. Um, uh, and, and our transition defense wasn't good, and we blew some assignments late. Uh, we were supposed to switch. We gave up a three late to Anna. Uh, there was a, a a lot of teaching moments there, but. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, in my opinion, uh, we, we just have to make sure that uh, we teach. Uh, we, we, we use it as a teaching opportunity. And then we move on mentally uh, and go be the uh, the best team that we know we can be and um, be, be prepared to beat Oklahoma State on the road in Stillwater. Yeah, I mean, Caitlin ended up with 30 points in that game and was nails at the at the free throw line. You're right; there was a, it just was a combination of things. You you had some uncharacteristic missed free throws down the stretch, and every once in a while, something snowballs on you a little bit, and that right. seemed what happened. And y'all got a good shot. It, it's not like you got a wide open shot at the end of regulation from the corner, and then you got a point-blank put-back opportunity, and it just didn't go down. So right. it's not like y'all didn't draw up a good play uh, at the end of the game. I mean, one thing you're, you know, I'm sure you'll remind Darianna of is because she's been so great as a freshman is just right. something she's probably known since she was in fourth or fifth grade. You know, you don't save it down there underneath your bucket. You don't throw it you know, back in the middle of the court down there, and that right. gave them a free look. Uh, and, again, these things just started to mount. And, um, uh, my gosh, the good news is, you know what, she's going to have how many games in her future to, to, to uh, you know, to atone for that. Like, you know, she'll have about 70 or 80 more games yes. for the yes. Bears. So everything will, everything will be okay. Talking to Tony Green uh, Baylor women's assistant. Always love it when he joins us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Uh, this will be interesting. Like you say, you got to turn around now, and you go to Stillwater, 
And um, it's been interesting what J.C. Hoyt, you, you talked about that one game against Oklahoma where you got up to a, uh, held them to five and got up to a 21-5 lead. Y'all did the same thing to Oklahoma State in the tournament last year. You got out on a crazy, like, 29-2 to or something start, as I recall, because I was at that game. Um, yeah. J.C. brought in some really excellent uh, transfers. And in, in this transfer world, you can change a team in a hurry. Obviously, y'all tried to, but unfortunately, you know, your transfers, for different reasons, haven't been able to uh, to to play this year for the most part. What what do you what's the key for uh, getting past this Oklahoma State team? Because quite honestly, y'all have played really well on the road, so I don't think the crowd or the venue will give you guys any trouble. It's it's literally going to be you know matching up against a very talented Oklahoma State team. What is the key going into this one? I think our ball screen coverage defensively is going to be very key. Uh, we, we didn't play very good ball screen defense against them the first time we played them, uh, and 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 we didn't guard their shooters well. Uh, I think we have to guard their shooters a little bit better than what we did last time. And our energy, I just didn't think we played played as hard as we normally play energy wise. We were three and zero, and like you said, like we don't have a real experienced team. Uh, we we play two freshmen a lot of minutes. Uh, we start one, and and JC Oklahoma State just like OU they have a lot of experience, and and uh, we have a lot of experience. Uh, I transfers that are not playing, and mm-hmm. so uh, I, I think that we were learning how to uh, we we were learning how to operate being three and zero and first by ourselves in the Big Twelve. Uh, and we ran up against a really good team, experienced team, very talented and well coached. Uh, and and you know that was another uh, learning experience from us, of me for us. And and hopefully uh, we'll be uh, better prepared this next go around uh, for Oklahoma State. There is not they are they're not a team that you should overlook. Uh, they've beaten some the top tier teams in our conference. Uh, so. We'll uh, hopefully this time we'll be looking forward for the challenge and and do a better job. Yeah, there are no easy outs in this conference, and that that was, for many years that was not the case, Tony. Um, you we're glad to have you, but let me just tell you, you've had the misfortune of showing up in this conference at its absolute peak. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was right. it wasn't always like this, but that's okay because. Uh, Playing that kind of competition only sharpens you, and I got to think that you know once you kind of get to the Big Twelve tournament, get to the NCAA tournament, you're going to be battle tested, and, yeah. and there's really going to be nothing you haven't seen. So, uh, if you think back to last year, that Oklahoma loss at home probably felt awful, but in a sense, it started something for y'all. And right. who knows? Maybe this will happen as well. At least this is what I tell myself, Tony. These are my <laughs> own uh, psychological arguments. But, uh, well, listen, I appreciate it, and uh, always fun to uh, to catch up with you. Give me your Super Bowl pick real quick. The uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles, you are, a, as we talked about, big sports fan. You kind of watch everything. Who are you, who are you rooting for, and who do you think is going to win? I, I tell you this, um, I'm a Cowboys, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. And so I'm going to go with the NFC, and I'm rolling with the Eagles. 
And I, I, I do believe they have uh, the best team on, on uh, when it comes to being a team. I think they have a very good defense and a good enough offense to uh, put up points uh, against Kansas City. And, and so I'm, I'm going all the way with the Eagles. Okay, I got you down. Uh, and uh, uh, Coach Tony Green uh, picking the, um, what, the team that Cowboys fans usually hate, but I hear what you're saying. You're going with the <laughs> NFC East. And uh, I hope you have a great Super Bowl party Sunday, and it's made even more fun by celebrating a Baylor win. Tony, I appreciate you being on with us. Thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate you inviting me. You bet. There he goes. Tony Green, Baylor women's assistant on the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, next, we do get you ready for that Super Bowl. Some uh, nuggets that uh, in some breaking news that is occurring as we get closer to the big game. We'll uh, discuss it next.